0: Okay, Dave, you look pretty excited about this one. Don't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> you look pretty okay.
0: excited. Because we are going to be interviewing Maria Breeze. Yes. And Maria Breeze is an awesome actress. You may have seen her in Shameless yep. or Gone Girl. Uh She's got a fancy schmancy movie coming out in a few months on Netflix. Yep, yep. She's a she's a
1: movie mogul. Yep, yep, yep. She maybe even smokes cigars. You know what I did? I did some uh, extra research about her okay. and found out uh, there's a whole soccer angle. Oh, I'm gonna unveil. Well, beautiful. Well, yeah. stay tuned, everybody. Right, because Minuchinman celebrity interview is up next. But first, listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. Check out the And Friends two-hour primetime 100th episode special. Woo! Featuring... A t-shirt gun shooting out a shirt with our famous catchphrase, oopsie-daisy.
2: I feel like I got the short end of that stick. Do you want to do it? Do you want to read the... The e- And Friends two-hour primetime 100th episode special.
0: Listen to Ann Friends on
2: Apple Podcasts, opishows.com,
0: or wherever you find podcasts.
2: Just search for Radio Misfits. Uh,
1: that's it, yeah. Thanks. Okay, we can sign up now. <laughs> the following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An opi show on the Radio Misfits
0: Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview. Interview with Rick and Dave.
1: <laughs> All right, Dave, uh, we're excited here because uh, our guest is a, a youngster. She's accomplished uh, far more than we have. Uh, You've seen her in shows like Shameless and New Girl, All Wrong, Dark Web. And if that's not enough, through her company, 333 Creative. Is that how you pronounce it? 333? Yeah. She's produced several uh, released and upcoming theatrical releases. She's known for producing films on Together, starring Jamie Dornan, Billy Crystal, and uh, Jemima Kirk. Uh, Electric Love, starring Mia Sir, Serafino, I should have read this in advance. <laughs> Zachary Morin and Swing of Things, starring Luke Wilson, Cord Overstreet, and Olivia Culpo. Please welcome to the show Maria Breeze. How are you?
2: Hi, I'm well. Thank you for having me.
1: Did I pronounce your name correctly?
2: You did. Okay. I'm so really surprised I didn't have to say anything because it's always one of those awkward moments where I'm like, ooh, uh, ooh. what do I say?
1: Well, I'm glad I did that. Well, thank you. Uh, You know, we've uh, interviewed Oscar and Grammy winners. We've interviewed billionaires, championship athletes, but we've never interviewed someone whose grandfather wrote Hail to the Redskins, (laughs) the Washington Redskins fight song now. now obviously they don't sing that song anymore and now it's the washington (laughs) washington football team and i think that's probably a little harder to rhyme
2: (laughs) yeah you know we tried to we tried to press them on it we're like no it's part of the culture but um rewriting those lyrics is probably a a no-go i mean my grandfather wrote it in 1938 so oh wow
1: okay did you ever meet him did you ever meet your grandfather
2: i had about three months of life with him and then he passed away so he made it to my christening um but then yeah so i just it's funny i was just looking at photos of of him holding me this like right before you guys called so it's funny yeah
0: do do you know the lyric can you sing
2: it for us can you sing the uh... oh yeah oh i can but my morning voice she's okay uh, yeah, yeah, she's not. Uh, <laughs> hail to the Redskins! Hail victory! Braves on the warpath! Fight for all DC.
1: Oh, beautiful! Racist. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: right. Exactly. That's
0: really why we're having you on. <laughs> For
2: my powerful singing voice. <laughs> well, it sounded great. That's uh, awesome. Oh, thanks. You <laughs> know, thanks.
0: I'm I'm looking over your hobbies and your interests on your, oh. your IMDb page, and. uh I want to read just a quick sampling of your recreational proclivities if you know. <clears throat> <For sure. laughs> <clears throat> Hold on. This is my morning voice here. Hold on. Aerob- aerobics, archery, boating, body surfing, bowling, boxing, canoeing, <laughs> cheerleading, combat stage, equestrian, general fencing, hula hoop, jet skier, jump rope, kayaker, rock climber, runner, <laughs> running, running, sprint shooter, revolver, automatic shooting. What? The, do you not own a couch? Take it easy,
1: pal. <laughs> <laughs> we could, not hang. We, yeah, could right. not hang. we could not hang. I mean-
2: I was a very active child. Um, I was mostly a dancer, but, you know, I'm from the South. So we had to entertain ourselves somehow in the woods. And I feel like my parents would just drop me off in Pennsylvania with my grandmother and be like, OK, well, have a nice summer. Yeah. And that's when I would learn all these things. Here's so. a gun.
0: Here's a gun. <laughs> have fun, sweetie.
2: Have fine. Go shoot something in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: you know, exactly. I, I noticed the one thing that's not on your list is soccer. And yet, oh. I know you're a soccer fan, right? Your really? husband, a professional soccer player, or was? Is he still is still playing?
2: He he retired hmm. when our son was born. Oh, okay. Um, he played in the MLS and the USL for uh, nine years. He played in Chicago,
1: didn't he? Play on the Chicago he Fire? Sure
2: did. Yes, he played two years in the Chicago Fire. Now, we you, loved living in Chicago.
0: Where where did you live? Did you live in the city, or where where were you living? Yeah.
2: We were we were in South Loop, um, which was awesome. I mean, and I was traveling back and forth between Chicago and L.A. Anywhere that he was, I was back and forth between the two. Um, But, yeah, no, we had a great a great spot there and um, we loved the team. It was it was a really good time.
1: He's he's uh, from Wales, right? Your your husband?
2: My husband is actually—he's from Wisconsin. Okay. he's Scotch Irish. Yeah. No, he's, not he's seen yeah. whales.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's, he's seen, seen free will. Right. That's exactly. he, uh, I'm sure he yeah. has. He's definitely seen
2: free Willy. Well, you—you sure. you have
1: not yeah. done no show prep. You didn't even read the thing I read. You don't I mean? Even... <laughs> yeah, you got me. I remember him playing on the fire. I, for some reason, I thought that this is where you because I am a huge soccer fan. So oh. I, I went off the I went off the charts here yeah. Dave and I had lived right. and, and I'll never do that again right, exactly
2: <laughs> you swung you yeah swung I hard did right. yeah. you
1: got swallowed yeah. by the whale oh. basically. <laughs> on a soccer point too this yeah. is yeah. humiliating yeah. for me yeah. Yeah. It's humiliating
0: yeah. well, Murray, would you like to be a co-host on a podcast? I'm just curious <laughs> <laughs> do you have is any time to can you topic? looking for somebody so so what's the Wisconsin connect so he's from Wisconsin is that what yes? He's not, yeah,
2: he's yeah. originally from Eau Claire. He's
0: a um, Packer fan, is he?
2: Um, you know, he he will say he is a Packers fan, but he actually really doesn't watch sport, which is, I think I found the most <laughs> rare of unicorns, yeah. <laughs> which is great for me because I'll watch him. I loved watching him play soccer, and I will watch the Redskins when they're, or I guess the former All Redskins. Right. I won't watch them anymore out of principle. Um, but, you know, we're not a big sports fan. Family, yeah, it's we like to play sports, but yeah,
1: you uh, don't have time because you're doing hula hoop, you're boxing, canoeing, cheerleading, sure yeah. combat, you know, you're kayaking, right. you're rock climbing. Who's got time to watch sports? <laughs> How was that kayaking in Chicago? I think that they probably, yeah, oh
2: yeah, you know, we only do it when the when the uh, river or the water is green for oh. St. Patrick's
1: Day. Okay, yeah, there you go. You yeah. you know your Chicago info there. So what was yeah, your, what, was your, what was your what was your favorite? Uh, now I'm going off the board here, so yeah, this uh-oh. guy, I,
0: I, <laughs> I could be taking off some water here. Um, favorite restaurants in Chicago, were you at pizza? I mean, was the pizza thing? And talk to us about what you really loved about Chicago as far as food goes. Oh,
2: man. Um, there was a diner that was around the corner from our house, and it was, um, oh, gosh, I can't remember. We haven't been there for like was three it like years. Was it the but- White
0: Palace, or was it, was it the... Was it on like Washington? Maybe it was Welch, wasn't it? Wasn't it a Welch yeah, restaurant? Right. Right. Yeah, it was Wheelstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, totally
2: Welsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I can't remember the name, but it was in South Loop, and we would walk there on Saturdays. They had the best tuna melts, oh. mm-hmm. and I would crave them like crazy. But so I, I think about those pretty often because we haven't really been back to Chicago. Um, and then there was like this French. breakfast spot that I really loved as well It had like crepes and waffles and um, we did do the deep dish pizza thing but I didn't want to get sucked up in that rivalry because I know that there's like two places that you can go to get the deep dish pizza and right. to me pizza is just delicious in general give me anything with cheese on it and i'm happy
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah we're not we're not w- we're culture warriors for the deep dish pizza it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's fine and we like it it's like, like, you not know, taking stops. notes. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so let's let's talk a little bit about 333 creative uh, Sure. you know so it's we've we've had quite a few Actors who've turned into directors and producers, where acting has been such an important foundation for what they're doing with producing and directing. So tell us a little bit about Three Thirty Three Creative, how you got into it, what's what's going on, the whole spiel. You've got (laughs) forty-seven minutes to fill. Uh, We're (laughs) we're 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 going to Portillo's and.
2: To love. that's right i love yes okay um i forgot the names of the two places i was like well i hope they don't ask me specific names because um, i can't seem to think of anything off the top of my head that's okay I, I, um, I, just, I just i just thought
1: your husband was from wales so everything's fine too. um so uh, in
2: 2017 my best friend uh from <laughs> seventh grade uh, she was graduating from the uh, producing program at Columbia and she had come to me with this script and said hey you know I need to uh, to make this for my thesis and I would love your help I know that you know you've been in Los Angeles for a while and um, you know do you have any production experience I'm like not really but you know I've been doing it a while my mom's a director I feel like we could figure it out So it was a really funny script entitled Hashtag Squad, and we ended up raising $50,000 in private equity and getting together the people that we knew in the industry, you know, actors that would do some favors. And we wanted everything to be legit, so we did go through SAG. Um, but we had an amazing director, Richard J. Lee, who's um he's worked on The Walking Dead and done a ton of commercials. And so he's he's got a great eye, and he's a very, very close friend, um, did us this massive paper. And we kind of just patched together, you know, what she was learning at Columbia, and then, you know, my uh hard knock school of hard knocks here in LA and we came up with this really cool pilot and you know, as we're filming it, I'm like, wow, maybe I can do this. You know, I raised the money, which seems to be the toughest mm. part of production. And I've got cool people that I know that are willing to help out. And, you know, the actors are happy because we're doing things through SAG and they're actually making money. They're they were making good money. And I'm like, Okay, wow. So then Um, You know, a couple of people had brought me some scripts saying, hey, can you help me find some funding? Because you did it with, you know, your your uh, pilot. So I was kind of going around and, you know, just kind of asking. And so Electric Love fell in my lap because um, my friend Victoria was producing it. She had written it. And I was looking for a house for them to use to like a, a big mansion for them to throw their big party. Um, which was a eccentric part of the script. And I happened to ask somebody, and they introduced me to a, a producer named Luke Daniels. And Luke has produced, I think at this point, probably over 80 films in the last couple of years. And whether he's producing or mm-hmm. EPing or you know whatever he's involved with, he's always doing something. And we got down to talking, and he's like, look, I can help you with the house, but even more so, I'd really like to offer you a job because oh, wow. you're interesting and it seems like you're getting stuff done. I'm like, okay. He's like, so how do you feel about two days a week coming into the office, learning from me? You know, we'll, we'll work, we'll work on some stuff together and see what we can come up with. And so for two and a half years, I sat next to Luke and I, <laughs> I tried desperately to listen to every single conversation. And, you know, he CC'd me on all the emails and I met tons of incredible people and kind of just learned for myself you know how that indie film network works because it's a very small circle right and otherwise very hard to break into unless you have a financier or somebody with lots of money um so working with luke was an incredible experience he's tough i mean it's like real tough love but he always had my back he was always very kind and, you know, really let me in. So that's how like Untogether happened and um, Swing Things. You know, those were all his productions, um, which was really, really cool. Great uh, experience. Starring
1: Luke Wilson, Cord Overstreet and Olivia Culpo. <laughs> wow. Yes. You, you, nailed, Natalie, you, nailed those, you nailed those names the second time yes. <laughs>
2: Right there. You got it. You nailed it. Um, so, yeah. You
1: know, the, actually, sound, Dave and I own a publishing company. And, oh, you know, I, we got started sort of the same way yeah. where we we did it, you know, because uh, I'm a writer and, and wanted to get, uh, you know, published um, and we figured out how to do it. And then people started coming to us, you know, people that we knew and it just kind of organically grew. That's sort of what happened with your company.
2: Today. Yeah. You know, and, and he always knew that I, I was interested in acting. Actually, Luke. um his, his real name, he'd probably kill me for saying this in an interview, but his real name is Phocius Kyriakoudis. He's from Greece. Oh, wow. And later we found out, so my mom was um, chair of performing arts at American University in D.C., mm. and we used to go to this Greek restaurant all the time when I was a kid growing up. And I had mentioned it casually to him about AU. He's like, oh, my family owned a restaurant in D.C. And we figured out that it was the same restaurant. Oh, that's so awesome.
0: That's my awesome.
2: mom actually knew his parents and his parents would bring back stuff from Greece for her. And, you know, she would give them seats at the theater when there would be a performance. And it's just it was so funny. It ended up working out that way. That,
0: um, that, that is so cool.
2: It's just, I mean, things kind of come together. So, you know, after working with Luke for two and a half years, I, I decided, you know, and he would give me roles in whatever it is that I wanted. And he would always say, look, you can either get paid and have a role or you can have a producing credit and get paid. So it was like, you can't have all three. You can have two of the three and you have to choose. And so I was like, well, after two and a half years, I was like, you know what? I want all three now. So I'm going (laughs) to do this on my own. And then, of course, pandemic hit. And, you know, we've just been, you know, but it's been a good time to reflect and read a lot and really get to, like, know the people that I've been working with. Because you talk to them all the time now. So,
1: well, you know, also uh, writers Uh, during the pandemic, have been writing. Um, And and this is what we've discovered. We get, you know, I can't tell you how many manuscripts sent to us every week now. It's just crazy because people spent their time during the pandemic writing.
2: Yeah, they actually sat down and did, (laughs) you know, what they were.
1: They were not kayaking. They were were not rock climbing. They were not hula hooping. (laughs) You
2: know, I I gave my shot at writing. I'm, I'm pretty good with editing, but I cannot... I just can't focus. And if I don't know how you guys do it, I mean, kudos to you. We need we need writers. We need great writers. It requires a lot
1: people. of sitting. Yeah,
2: right. Which yeah. is great. Oh, a I'm nice, sure. fluffy couch. None
1: of your fancy this is, schmancy, you know, this is, why you, yeah, this is why you can't do it. <laughs> right. You're too active. Uh,
0: well, text text me your address because we've got well, we'd love to do it. Anyways, we've got some books that I think you'd really enjoy. Now, <gasps> oh, yeah, and we've got one in particular that I, we think is going to make a great movie yep. so uh, we'll, send, we'll send you that okay. one hey. right um, I would love that. It's, you know my uh teenage daughters are big um avenger marvel superhero fans i really i never have gotten into it we've interviewed we've interviewed some of those yeah. guys before, but and and I always have to read up. Like, okay, I'm not sure. Right, he he sounds as stupid as yeah, I right. do Iron today. right. Iron Man versus Ant Man. Okay, which is the Ant? Okay, right. that would be exactly. Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, but but I but I turned them on to superhero diaries. You oh know, th- boy, that YouTube. Uh, is, oh boy, and they just love it. They are just having a blast. uh just I mean, they're just like binge watching. Tell, tell us a little bit. You you had a part in superhero diaries. But it seems, yeah. and it seems like this thing has blown up. I mean, um, again, I, I'm kind of new to this, but tell us a little bit about this because I think it's a really interesting. You're using YouTube as a platform, right? Is that yes? Okay.
2: Yeah, YouTube is a platform, um, which is really cool for us because for a little while, I think YouTube was kind of dying out since. TikTok and um, Instagram have kind of started to be um, more user-friendly. It's, it's easy for anyone to create videos. So YouTube was kind of fizzling out a little bit. And then they had some issues with YouTube Red. Um, <clears throat> but they wanted to kind of bring it back. And um, Scott, who is the, the lead producer and director, he is a comedic, Genius, and he came up with this idea to bring DC and like the DC Mar uh, the DC universe together with Marvel for the first time. And people have been dying to see that because obviously you have two very conflicting um, companies that are probably never going to really come together, and all these great characters that are now fighting and you know creating friendships and relationships in this alternate universe that you know we've only really seen on paper before so he wanted to make it funny and satirical and just completely ridiculous and that's exactly what he did and a lot of it is improv he would give us situations and um i played black widow um which was really fun Mm -hmm. and um just these just ridiculous moments and he's like okay go see what you guys do with it so yeah. it kind of just turned into this outrageous thing and and like it's really starting to get popular i just never expected that
0: well i saw the the, the one where you, you were at a pool party was it superman's mm-hmm. pool party or something or whatever i don't Batman. know batman's, batman's pool party yeah. yeah right uh that's the one with the bat, right? Yeah. Batman. Um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: that guy.
0: Um, and it was just hilarious. They're all, you, you guys are all hanging out, and there's I don't know if you ever saw the old Saturday Night Live skit with John Belushi yeah. as the Hulk oh and whatever, God. you know. And oh it's you know, it was just my and my kids are just eating this stuff up so good oh,
2: job. i love to okay. hear that that's i mean that's really awesome and we love to hear that kind of feedback because we were just not sure at the end of the day it was just an opportunity for us to create and get to play characters that you know they're they're already taken i mean scarlett johansson is already black widow or was i'm not sure what that status is anymore um But, you know, it was an opportunity for me to get to play a character that's already been established and make it funny. And then, of course, we had Phil Lamar, who was the original voice of Green Lantern, Mm -hmm. playing Green Lantern. He is such a legend. And um, it was just such a a great opportunity.
0: I loved him in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Was he in Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, he was.
2: I mean, and he's also done voiceover for like 200 other cartoons. And yeah, he's just kind of a legend.
1: So, so what projects are you working on right now? What's, uh, what's your, what's on your timetable working for the, your next, your next big project?
2: Um, so I have a movie coming out in November um, with uh, Netflix, and it's called Teachers Watching. Um, it's really exciting for me because it's the first movie I am starring in. Oh, and, congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm, I, it was a great experience, and um, Omar Gooding is in it, and Al Sapienza, who is on The Sopranos, he plays uh, my father-in-law. Um, we shot in Mississippi and it's um, it's very much a thriller about a teacher who tries to take over my life and um, I'll leave it at that.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, and, and that's November. Did you say November?
2: Yeah. It comes out in November.
1: All right. That's I'm writing that down. We're definitely going to check yeah. that out.
2: Yeah. And- I've seen some of the dailies and um, I'm pretty excited to see the final result.
1: Well, it, you know, we Obviously, uh, I just... A sc- a scratch the surface on some of the stuff that right, you're working I, I, on we assume next friday you'll be back on right show. exactly we'll have to do this i'll do some research yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> no but if, 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 so, if people want to follow you from
2: wisconsin yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it
1: you know how you have no idea how much this is gonna bother me i'm gonna walk around all day pissed off at myself so all day i forgive
2: you what, was, i forgive you wasn't
0: al clare isn't that where they have the big um air show every year
1: is that that's I, appleton Jeez, oh, now
2: you oh, that's no. even no. more
1: embarrassing <laughs> No it's it's Yes El it's Appleton, Appleton. is it? No I'm telling you it's Appleton
0: all right, well, there's no more. This market. is
1: something I know. Yeah, I know Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> so, you're a, oh a cheese curd fan, are you? Do you like the cheese curds? Are you uh, Me? Yeah.
2: Me? Um, I have Crohn's disease, so I try and stay very far away from cheese curds. But it's so funny because the first time I was in Wisconsin, Patrick has two younger sisters. And his middle sister, Katie, looked at me like I was a space alien. She's like, you have never had a cheese curd before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's um, against the law honest, in Wisconsin. I didn't even know what a cheese curd was. Like, we fry mozzarella cheese in the South, and that's about the extent of it. So, that's, that, yeah.
1: So, where in the South are you from?
2: I'm originally from Virginia.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. We got, yeah, we got family there.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's Northern Virginia, but if you, I'm, I, I went to school in Vienna, and if someone dropped you in Vienna, you would think that you were in the middle of Nowhere, Georgia. It's like this cute little town where everybody's got a little accent and everybody knows your business. And Yeah, <laughs> but then you drive eight miles, and then you're in Washington, D.C., so right. it's a little disorienting, but yeah. Singing, so the,
0: singing so, yeah. the racist song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, totally. you're a celebrity yeah. there. There's more yeah. to come with our guest on Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview right after this. We'll be right back.
1: All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of Coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lozano podcast, an opi show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio is a dead.
0: Just move to a better place Radiomisfits.com
1: Quick Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue. Yeah, blue's pretty good, but really I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the car guys report, a Tony Lasano podcast an opi production on the radio misfits podcast network. Silver. Really? Silver. Now back to our guest on minutia men celebrity interview. Uh, where can people keep up with you? Uh, where, where, what is the best way to follow you?
2: On all platforms on TikTok and Instagram. If you really want to watch some silly videos, um, Go to TikTok, but it's at Maria Breeze. I tried to keep it simple, and it's not—it's an S, it's not a Z for
1: Breeze. So, if you're looking for it, right—that's a—that's an important note. Well, you yes. know, it's been you. You are a delight, uh, and thank oh, you for thank being God. nice to us, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. I> mean, <laughs> right. despite what? my uh, obvious. Are mean? No, well, I mean, uh, some people well, would be if I accidentally well, told them um, that their husband was from a foreign country.
0: Uh, Zach, uh, Zach Ward, you know who Zach Ward is? He played the bully in the Christmas Story. He,
1: yeah. He, yeah, he threatened to kick Rick's ass. She, yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. oh, sometimes it turns. Lucky. You just, you just never know. You oh, know, action God. heroes. Well,
2: to be fair, I think you got Wales from the fact I'm a dual citizen to Wales. So you weren't like completely totally. okay,
1: okay. Yeah, uh, it
2: did come from somewhere. It wasn't just oh, a good. random country. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, how did you become a dual citizen with Wales? What's the origin of that story?
2: <laughs> um, I panicked during the pandemic, uh, you know like everybody else. Uh, And I was like, okay, what countries can I become a dual citizen to also for filming rights? I mean, it's a lot easier if anything in the EU, uh, which (laughs) Wales is not because of the Brexit. Um, but anything in Europe, I was totally willing to take first. I tried for, um, Italy because my, my great grandparents are from Italy. Um, but that was going to take four to seven years. They weren't sure. Um, so I was looking at other places in my ancestry, and my mom's family dates back to England, Ireland, and Wales. And I was able to make the connection. I reached out to um, the Kingdom of Wales and uh, was able to prove it. And so they approved uh, my dual citizenship, which was really exciting. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, yeah, but depending who, on how the next election heard? goes, we may be joining you there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, come yes. hang out with us in Wales. Right. We'll probably have some sheep, maybe some cows. What yeah, <laughs> we'll,
1: a farm! I'll bring the <laughs> gluten-free
0: cheese curds. Yeah,
2: exactly. So like, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Maria Breeze, this for being good. on the show. We really enjoyed it. You're 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 a, a fun gal, and uh, and I know that uh, if we ever hung out, Dave and I would be very tired. Yeah, yeah because sure. uh, we cannot keep <laughs> up with you.
0: I wouldn't even have to have an ambient to go to bed after.
1: So yeah, thank you for sitting still for a half hour for us to discuss all these things. And, and we of wish course. you the best. And congratulations on starring in the movie. And yes. uh, we'll definitely be checking that out on Netflix.
2: Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. See you later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to
0: executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows dot com. Distributed by Ed Silla. Radio Misfits.
1: Great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits dot com. And we'll be back again next week with another edition of Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever
0: you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation
1: of Ol' Pie Productions.
2: Tony, can you shut up?
1: I am Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And on Back to You, our podcast, we do all kinds of things like, how would you describe it? We do nitpicky things sometimes, like how come you got headphones on and I don't? because I'm the star of the show. Well, see, that's up for uh, debate and deliberation. And uh, a lot of the show is about who gets top billing and last word. Well, we'll find out in the next Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. See ya. Bye. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. An opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com You know, I was uh, telling my kids the other day that uh, I never thought the 90s had a look. But if you look at pictures of ourselves... Oh boy, the 90s really does have a look, doesn't it? If I would have known what was going to happen to my hair, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone through the mullet years. Is that then. your final haircut was the mullet? Yeah, well, the comb over, is that a haircut? Does that counts. Yeah, all right. Well, then no. But okay, that's good. It was the last official one. Did you ever have the f- the mullet in the back and the bald on top at the same time? No. No. You mean the Joe Dirt? Yeah. No, that, that, never, that I never been, went Joe Dirt. That would have been a great look. <laughs> Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, Amazon, or wherever you find podcast, just search for Radio Misfits.